What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Do you know what your financial independence number is? I'm talking about the number you need in order to retire comfortably. Well, in today's show, we are gonna be learning the keys to creating, keeping, and transferring wealth. I think we gotta define what net worth is, right? You Break it down. Of, you see a lot of people in our community, middle class, poor class, talking about credit scores. There's nothing wrong with having a high credit score, but it has nothing to do with your net, right? So somebody could have a high credit score, they could have certain things in place, but they could still have a negative net worth. Mm. <laughs> you can have an 850 credit score. Right. And don't have $850 in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we hop into today's show, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. Hey fam, so I wanna ask you this question and start it from the very beginning. 3.5 million black people today, today, mm. and we're watching this right now, mm. have a negative net worth. And there are some studies out there saying that by 2020, by 2053 to 2055, they're estimating the average black person will have zero mm. to negative net worth. As financial advisors who've been in this game for decades, y'all have helped people get out of negative net worth to positive net worth to now, be now becoming millionaires, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you all are on a mission with the keys to black wealth to help more black people. Seeing that stat, hearing that stat, mm. why are we there today? Mindset. Seriously. Mindset and lack of education, mm. lack of financial education. <sighs> Mindset is key. You know, we work with people, we meet with people every single day, and sometimes even convincing, we have to convince people that this is something that we need to tackle. Convincing people that you need life insurance, convincing people that you need to invest your money. Um, that's the first step, is just getting them to be aware you know, that's the first key to building wealth is awareness. Right, and uh, I think we gotta define what net worth is, right? You Break see it down. Of, you see a lot of people in our community, middle class, poor class, talking about credit scores. There's nothing wrong with having a high credit score, but it has nothing to do with your net worth. Come right? on, man. Period. Come net on. worth is assets minus liabilities, right? So we need to define what net worth is and need to know what 
what our assets and what our liabilities, right? So somebody could have a high credit score, they could have certain things in place, but they could still have a negative net worth. Mm. <laughs> you can have an 850 credit score. Right. And don't have $850 in the bank. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I be saying that. They be like, oh, man. Like, well, wait, wait. I, but I need the credit score. And I'm like, no, you, you need a positive network. network. That part. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, 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 and I can say this now, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I got an 800 credit score. Mm -hmm. yeah. I got a mortgage. Yeah, we'll shake those, those keys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, that, that don't really bother me, though. Yeah. Because yeah. y'all know me, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying it's like, if I ever want to go out there and get more real estate, mm -hmm. my credit score is cool. Yeah. But here's what I've learned, though. Everyone always asks me, every time I go into the bank, mm -hmm. what's your net worth? What yeah. assets exactly. right. do you have? And what liabilities do you have? Mm -hmm. And then when they see, like, wow, he doesn't have any debt, but he got, you know, two or three homes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Exactly. Because you can mm -hmm. leverage. Mm -hmm. You can That's leverage it. that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, so name some, because I, I really want to make sure that we're, we're, we're dropping facts. Uh, we're dropping some information on today's show, you guys. And y'all, I got my book out. Y'all, <laughs> I, I, I'm taking notes. You know, I'm a money guy and I'm taking notes. So if you're not taking notes, um, then uh, you don't want to be wealthy. But let's let's name what are some positive assets mm -hmm. that people should be accumulating uh, when it comes to a net worth. Yeah, so I'll start. You know, ninety-five percent of people work at jobs okay. right now, right? right? So I know we hear all about this entrepreneurship going on, but ninety-five percent of people work at jobs, right? Are you even signing up for your four hundred one k plan, mm -hmm. your employer sponsored plans, yeah. right? I mean, that's step one that people kind of skip over a lot of times, right? If your job is offering you an employer-sponsored plan, that's part of the benefit package, right? right? right. We talk to so many people who don't even participate in that benefit package, mm. right? Mm. So that can give you a positive net worth just yeah. by signing up for that benefit package and, and starting to contribute monthly. All right, yeah. cool. So start off with your 401k. That's an yeah. asset. Yeah. That's an asset. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, what, is a, what is a good example, Brandy, of a liability? Yeah, so I would say a liability is debt, mm -hmm. you know, overspending, oh, um, getting deep into that credit card debt. You know, right now, a lot of influencers are pushing debt. It's a debt society. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you look at your net worth, we already talked about it, it's assets minus liabilities. Oh, and shoot. that liability, that debt is a liability. Even home ownership, great way to build wealth. But in the beginning, mm -hmm. that's a debt. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's a debt. You don't own the home, right? And we really got to be uh, really aware about home ownership and how we actually leverage that. Well, I love these two boys. They at the table dropping that facts, and it's not me. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's what I tell people. People say, man, well, I have good debt. And I'm like, uh, what's bad debt? What's yeah. good? I'm like, yeah. like, to me, my philosophy is this. Debt is debt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I am consumer debt free. Mm-hmm. But I still have debt in a yeah. form of mortgages. For sure, for right. sure. You know right. I'm not saying it's a good debt or it's a bad debt. Right. It is a an asset that is growing income. Yeah. But until I pay it off, it right. is still debt. It's a yeah. debt. And it's not a part of your net worth. Your home that you live in, your residential home, is not a part of your net worth. Say that again, Brandon. Yeah. It is not a part of your net worth. Uh, so if you think worth, it's yeah. not liquid net worth, yeah. Mm -hmm. Say that one more time. I don't think people understand yeah. that. So when you think about net worth, you think about net liquid net, uh, net worth. And okay. that liquid is what you can actually get your hands on cash flow immediately. Mm -hmm. So when you have, think about a home, you can't just use that home and go purchase something that has to be liquidated. Yeah. Now, 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 stay right there. Because this is what I hear people say. Well, I have equity in a home. Mm -hmm. All right. So that is that towards their positive net worth? Yeah, yeah. yep. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think people need to understand the difference between capital gains and cash flow. Ooh. 
Right, capital so, gains is me buying something, wanting the value to go up on it, and eventually I can now leverage it like your your equity mm-hmm. in your home, right? But it's not cash flowing you right now. Right. Investment properties can, right? Yeah. But you know, if money's coming out of my pocket for it, that's not cash flow. So it might be capital gains. So I think a lot of times people just aren't really explaining the difference between sure. capital gains and cash flow. All right, cool. So I have an investment property. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I am paying a mortgage on that investment property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the investment property not for the cash flow monthly. Mm-hmm. I wanted it for the equity gain. Okay. Right. So that will be capital, capital gains. gains. Right. Right. Cash flow is I'm not making any payments and it's paying me 100 percent. Or yeah, or maybe your payments only 800, but you're getting 1400 right. from it. Right. So that's a positive cash flow. Yeah. So on my investment property, I am getting a, a positive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cash flow. Uh, but I didn't buy it for that. Because, I mean, if I'm paying 800 <laughs> and I'm only getting $1,400. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Like, it, it, ain't, it ain't the end of the world. It's you know? much money for you, Anthony. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, I'm, I, I'm parking that money yeah. for the house. Like, if yeah. something goes wrong with it, it's like, boom. But it's like me, I'm like, all right, cool. Let me let someone else pay it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's equity I could pass down to my kids. Exactly. That's capital gains. That's capital gains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want the equity to build. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And so now your capital gains and cash flow, that, that goes towards your net worth. Correct. Correct. But is it your liquid net worth, like right. Brandy was yeah. saying, right. or is it, you know, a net worth that you're thinking about, hey, later on, right? Yeah. Cashing out, getting equity from mm-hmm. it. So we're not against home ownership at, at sure. all. Exactly. We just need to know, is it cash flow? Is it cash flow or is it capital gains, right? Yeah. <sighs> and I think it's strategy as yeah. well, because what you just explained is strategy. Right. Um, so everybody has, when you think about financial advising and financial planning, there is no blanket statements. And we've been in the industry for a long time, and I've never done an identical yeah. financial plan. <laughs> so sometimes when you get the social media and the internet, these blanket statements, people are like, oh, let me go get this. Let me get into investment. Well, how does that fit into your personal strategy? Right. What is your plan of action for yourself? Oh, and that's a big part <laughs> that we're missing as it relates the financial education and building wealth is a customized process. It's individualized. Man, where are my kids? Right. You, 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 you. <laughs> That's why it's called personal finance. Yeah. yeah, man. It has to be personal. According to recent stats, only about half of African Americans have some form of estate planning put into place. This includes important documents like your wills, your trust, and your power of attorneys. Additionally, only about 60% of all people have life insurance coverage. But why is it so important for not just black people, but all of us to have these things put into place? You see, life insurance can provide financial protection for your loved ones in the event of your unexpected death. It can help cover funeral and burial expenses, uh, pay off debts, and even your mortgages. But here's what I really want you to consider. It can provide income for your loved ones to build wealth with. You see, estate planning, on the other hand, can help ensure that your assets are distributed according to your wishes after your death and that your loved ones are taken care of. If you truly love, and I mean this, if you truly, truly love your loved ones, Don't leave their financial security at chance. I want you to get life insurance today. You can get a free quote with my friends over at Ethos by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance or by clicking the link in today's show notes. Protect your family's future and give yourself peace of mind. Don't be in heaven and you're full of joy and your family is here on earth struggling and stressed. Get life insurance today with my friends over at Ethos. Hey, now let's get back to today's show. I know it's a good one. Man, listen, man, listen, y'all see them shaking their keys because 
you know, the name of their uh, organization's keys to black wealth, mm -hmm. right? And so they shake their keys every time we talk about building black wealth. Okay, I need to get my keys because she's in here dropping strategy notes because I've been very big this year on what's the strategy. For mm -hmm. sure. You know, if, if you can't go into building wealth without a strategy. Correct. You know, you see maybe one blue moon story of it happened overnight. Mm -hmm. The majority of the millionaires that I've been around, they put in, they, they combine their gift, their skills with strategy. Mm -hmm. For sure. And their strategy excelled them mm -hmm. into where they are today. Absolutely. And it's like, y'all are saying as financial advisors that it's very important to sit down and look at the strategy up front, which is why it's very important for people like myself and all of us watching and listening to sit down with you all often mm -hmm. because you all built the strategy for us. Absolutely. Exactly. Why do you think black wealth is important? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you think about the United States of America and you think about our country, the country is built off of power, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And wealth is power. You know, when you want to get things done, you know, you got people in the streets, you got people in the suites. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's mm. all about the wealth, right? It's all about money talks. And my mom used to say BS walks. Right, I ain't right. going to cuss on the show, but money talks, <laughs> BS walks. And to be able to get things done, right? Legacy, right? Yeah. Building our families, our community. Think about black people. We got the highest crime rate, incarceration yeah. rate, yeah. poverty rate yeah. and for mortality rate yeah. but the least tangible wealth in any social economic group here in the US so black wealth is the key to be able to solve a lot of those issues that we see uh, taking place in our community I got my keys, Take those keys. <laughs> I got my keys but it doesn't matter if your keys is Bentley or Honda right. shake on me regardless black eyes dog yeah. you know I would definitely say, like, over the last three years, I've really, really been on a mission mm. to, to specifically speak to the black community around the areas of personal finance, okay. around the areas of building wealth and eliminating debt. Mm. I, love, I love all people. Like, For I sure. love white people. I love Hispanic people. I just want to help us minorities get that message because you start off saying mindset. Yeah. You start off saying mindset and then also the lack of education. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I go back to when I was raised, when I was growing up with my family, my parents didn't sit down and have a conversation with me right. about investing. Like they didn't sit down and have a conversation with me about how to start a business. Right. They didn't tell me to avoid debt. They told me to go out there and utilize debt, mm -hmm. maximize the credit score. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, for me, it's like, man. But then when I look at my white counterparts, while the black kids are driving Honda Accords with barely one tire on it, mm -hmm. no AC in it, my white counterparts are pulling up with BMWs, Mercedes paid mm -hmm. for. Now, I know that's not the case for all white people. Right. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is we are seeing an advantage within that, co that, that yeah. community compared to our community. And I think it is because they have more access than the average African-American. And when I connected with you all, um, actually about a month ago, and you guys, we're going to be doing something very, very special in Ohio mm -hmm. um, at the end of February. Uh, probably the first event that I've done specifically for black people. Um, and when they reached out to me, man, I was like, yo, I, I want to be a part of this. Uh, because what they're doing in Ohio, which is probably one of the lowest states when it comes to wealth for black people. Mm -hmm. um, I said, yo, I want to come and help you all impact that community in Ohio. So stay tuned because we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, but <clears throat> I want to talk about what are the things we in the black community 
have to start doing now to start building wealth because 2054 is right around the corner, let's be honest. Right. Yeah. Okay. Was it 2023 today? I mean, this year. Yes. And a lot of, oh, that's 20 years. I'm going to be different. You know what, man? 20 years ago, I was 18. Mm -hmm. That went by quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm like, dang, I felt like I just graduated high school. Yeah. But 20, I'm, I'm 38. Yeah. I, I was like, dang, has my 10-year anniversary <laughs> high school came? Exactly. And I'm like, man, that was 10 years ago. Go quick. You blink your eyes. Right. And, and, and I think a lot of people think I got time. Yep. Mm -hmm. When you do not have time. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to maximize the time you have now. Yeah. So with you all in the space as financial advisors, man, and I, I want I want to lay out like what are the key strategies? Yeah. Where do we start when it yeah. comes to wealth? Because I think a lot of people watching right now do not know how to invest. Yeah. They do not know where to start. Yeah. Right. Let's be real. They don't trust people right. in the financial yeah. area because it's like, wait, I'm gonna give them my money. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know them. I don't know if I can trust them. Exactly. You know, and and I'm like. No, man, as a personal finance guy, they'll tell you, they know my financial advisor, right? I, I talk to her every month, mm -hmm. right? Sure. And I'm a money guy, but I still have a financial advisor that's teaching me and educating me and also investing my money because I want to know some things. And I was telling them just beforehand, I was like, man, she called me and said, hey, we're going to move your money over here and we're going to max out your theft. I was like, oh, really? That's what we're doing? Mm -hmm. That's what. Wait, excuse me. <laughs> Man, we're gonna we're gonna max it out. Yeah. I was like, we maxing it out this year. <laughs> she said, yeah, because it's gonna adapt to tax deduction, um, mm -hmm. and and um, 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 you, you get the compound interest. I was like, okay, for sure. okay, okay. And then she taught me something with the self. Hold on, let me go back to my notes. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna y'all. We're gonna get talk about it. it. Let's get into it. I was like, so how are we investing? And she was like, what we're gonna do? Three areas: thirty percent in balance, forty percent in a uh, large cap mm -hmm. and then 30% in mid cap. Okay. Perfect. I was like, break that down for me. Yeah, so yeah, I hope yeah. what you, what, what? Yeah. hold on, wait, break that. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is you guys, I trust financial advisors. I need financial mm -hmm. advisors. Yeah. Here's why, because I study money every day, but they are in everything every single day. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're studying 10 times more than me because it's their job to make sure that they advise people like us uh, the right way. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to drop their information in today's show notes um, to where you all can do that. And I'll drop my financial advisor. You can choose. Uh, but in Ohio, y'all need to be in an event. Um, how many sure. tickets can we sell for Ohio? 250 tickets. Oh, man, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all might want to jump on this <laughs> real quick. I want to jump on that quick. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, <laughs> boy, oh, Lord, we're going to sell out. Yeah. But we're going to do some more things. So let's talk about it. Where do we start? Yeah. In, in the black community when it comes to investing. Let's say, let's create a narrative. This person watching us right now mm -hmm. um, just paid off their debt. Okay. Right? And <clears throat> they're ready to start thinking about today and their future. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's the first thing? Yeah. So I definitely think, you like what Brandy was saying earlier, you got to have a strategy, right? Yeah. You got to have a strategy. And you were talking about financial advisors. I want to make it very clear. Go to brokercheck.com. Yeah, talk that Brokercheck. Brokercheck.com. That's how you could tell if somebody is actually a licensed, registered financial advisor. There is a lot of people on social media saying that they're advisors. Brokercheck.com will tell you is if that person's advisor, what firm they're with, if they have any disclosures, has anybody's ever complained against them, anybody ever had to do anything like a bankruptcy or anything like that. So you actually, there's a profile on oh, yeah. every advisor, right? 
So when I go to brokercheck.com, we're going to put this in today's show notes. When I go to brokercheck.com, what information do I type in to confirm if my financial that advisor's person's is name. name? All you got to do is type in, their, type name. in their name. Type in their name. name. Type in their name and it will break it, every, break it all down for you. So I wanted to make that distinguish right quick because a lot of times people are saying, hey, I'm an advisor. Hey, I'm this or I'm that. <laughs> You can actually do real research. Yeah. Real research. <laughs> real they got to have, have a license yes. to be able to b build wealth in this country, yeah. you know, yeah. essentially. Will it tell me how long, like, my uh, advisor's been in the game? Yeah, sure. Like how long they've been in the game is with their particular licenses. It'll tell you how many firms they're with. Some mm -hmm. people have been with, like, 15 different firms. So do you even believe in your own products that, you, yeah. that you're doing? They'll tell you if they have disclosures, if they ever had to file, like I said, bankruptcy, or if they had their own financial problems, if anybody's ever complained against them, any lawsuits. That's all listed right there on their broker check. So I would just say, just the same way you could get better results having a personal trainer at a gym instead yeah. of just going in there and just fit. You see all those videos, people using the equipment wrong. Right, 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 right. Because <laughs> they don't have a, uh, you know, a personal trainer showing them. Right. The same way, I, uh, you know, I studied criminal justice in uh, college and uh, wanted to be an attorney. I worked in a courthouse. I used to see some people come in there representing themselves. I knew right away it was over with. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Because you don't know what you don't know. Oof. Yeah. It's like, are you going to perform surgery on yourself? Are you going to go get a professional, a doctor, yeah. a surgeon? But same yeah. thing with your money, especially when you don't know the language. Yeah. Uh, money is a language just like speaking French or mm -hmm. German or whatever, and yeah. um, you got to have that strategy. Mm -hmm. And then I also think since the urgency is important, time and contribution. Right. Time and contribution are two things that you always got to be thinking about as it relates to investing. There is a book, well, two books I want to drop. Uh, number one, The Compound Effect. Okay. Um, that is a great book, and it really breaks down what happens. It gives an example of a 24-year-old who started investing $200, $250 a month versus somebody who was 41 <laughs> who started investing $200, $250 a month. Million dollars versus $280,000. So timing is so important. And then also, you can invest according to your budget. You yeah. can just get started. You don't. Yeah. You may not be able to max out, you know, like Anthony is doing right now, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. but you can start where you are. Exactly. Your financial advisor should be able to put up a strategy that's specific to where you are in your budget so you mm. don't have to feel overwhelmed. What's that other book? Uh, the Wealth Choice by Dr. Dennis Kimbrell. <laughs> that book is so interesting. And he interviews uh, over, what, 700, 700. 700 millionaires, right, black millionaires. And one of the common threads that they had as far as them hitting their wealth status, 70% of them believed in financial advisors. They all had 70%. Right. And you're talking about research. So, you know, a lot of people don't know how to research either. But this is a qualitative book, qualitative research, meaning that it's a fact. It can't be disputed. Over 70% of these millionaires said that I had a financial advisor and that's how I was able to accumulate my wealth. You know what's so funny? When I hear people say, I don't trust the banks, I don't trust financial advisors, what I hear them saying is, you don't want to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, when I started my health journey, mm -hmm. I didn't just walk into the gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just random. And just randomly, all right, let me go do this thing. <laughs> right. No, I, I, I sat down with a pro. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing, too, and I, and I don't want to offend nobody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to the trainer that was fat. Mm. Yeah. Hey, that's a key. That's right a key there. right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be real. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, how are you going to tell me to get a six pack? Yeah. When you carrying around, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, I even went to a woman trainer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, I, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Because I want a woman like you. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, if you look good, and yeah. if you were here, you can tell me yeah. what you want to see yeah. and how to do what I'm going to do. Exactly. So I was like, okay. So when I hear people say, I don't want a financial advisor, you don't want to be wealthy. You yeah. don't. 
Because you you said it. You don't know what, what you, you don't, don't know. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how are you going to invest yeah. and then you don't even know what you don't know? Exactly. I learned something last week with my financial advisor, love you, sis. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay, now we talking. Like, I didn't know about... Mm. She taught me, see, I, see I, y'all be thinking I'm playing, I'm taking notes. Uh, she taught me about the DAF, the Donor Advisory Fund. Okay. And I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So wait, like, because I, I give a lot of money away. Okay. That's mm-hmm. one thing, I, one of my goals That's is I want to give, right there, yeah. like I want to be a generous person. And um, last year it was like, all right, cool, we want to give six figures uh, away to my local church. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we want to do $20,000 towards, you know, single parents and just single people. Um, and we did that. This year, I want to be able to give away double to triple to my church, uh, but I also want to give back more and more, right? For Love sure. it. And, Love it. But it's like, I don't know who I want to give it to. Yeah. 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 And so she was like, oh, that's easy. Mm. I said, what do you mean? We just open you up a DAF account. Mm-hmm. I was like, a DAF account? What do you mean? She was like, well, you transfer this, you transfer this money into that account, boom, right? And it's gone. Yeah. It's like a foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you get to write it all off. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you find that nonprofit you want to donate to, you cut it from the DAF account. Mm-hmm. I said, well, shut the front door. <laughs> right. I was like, can we move that into the now from 2022? <laughs> she was like, nope, can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you just talk about your church. The Bible says lean on not your own understanding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there has to be a strategy yeah. put in place. There has right? to be. <sighs> That's where you start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where you start. Strategy. The same way if you were just going to go across country, the first thing you look at is putting in the GPS. Right? You're not just going to hop in the car and just start heading west. Come on. <laughs> right? You're going to put in the A GPS. pilot ain't going to just yeah. start flying and just start heading west, right? You got to you know where you're going. It has to be a And plan. they're assessing the strategy. What's the quickest exactly. way to get there? Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. sometimes they tell you, if you're doing a pilot, what's not just the quickest, yeah. what's the safest? Because exactly. you want to avoid turbulence, right? Yeah. And so when you get with a financial advisor, they're going to tell you what's the quickest and what's the safest way. Safest, how do you avoid issues with the yeah, IRS? Exactly. <laughs> how do you avoid missing, missing money and losing money? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then also, while we're doing this the safe way, how do we get you there quick? Exactly. exactly. It's, called oh. risk, it's called a risk profile, exactly. right? Come you on. might be more risk averse than the other person, right? Or you might want to take more risk, but you got to know, here's the risks involved with what you're doing, right? So, yeah, you can get there quicker, but you got to go through this turbulence. Do you want to? Right. Do you what are you willing to? Are you willing to? <laughs> yeah. And suitability is yeah. important as well. Come you know? on. And that's why, again, just going back, I think it's so important that we emphasize you can't take these blanket statements. You know, this is what the wealthy's been doing. Yeah, this yeah. is what the, you know, Rockefeller's been doing. Well, yeah, yeah. you're a Smith. <laughs> you're a Smith. And, and suitability says it right now. This is what we need to be exactly. saying. You know? So, those exactly. are things that we just got to be practical we can't operate in a state of delusion you exactly know? all right yeah. cool let's break down the strategy three quick things that should be in your strategy to building well yeah i think we were talking about it earlier with you right mm-hmm. you know taxes you got to understand there are just two parts of investing right is the tax is the tax part of it yep. but then it's also the growth the risk part of it like right yep. it has to be a combination of the two right so it's like you're looking at do i want to pay taxes now do mm-hmm. i want to defer my taxes mm-hmm. do i want to pay taxes later do i want to pay taxes at all yep. right yep. right so you need to know that piece of it then you also need to know your risk profile right yep. some people say hey i'm young i have 
have many years to go. I could take more risk than somebody who's 60 years old yes. and they can't take a downturn in the market, right? right? So right. you need to, you know, weigh those two things as part of your, uh, your you know, your strategy. No, that's real good. <clears throat> I would say the next thing that you need to have as far as your wealth profi profile is your life insurance. That's good. And I know that's a bad word to our community, but life insurance is key. It's one of the most quickest, cost efficient, immediate ways to create wealth for your family. See, life insurance is so interesting because it is 100% chance of death. Mm -hmm. It's of all the insurances, it's the one that you know mm -hmm. you're gonna use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not ever get into an auto right. accident. Right. You may not ever use that, but life insurance, you will use that. Yeah. Life insurance, and it's an immediate for sure way to create an estate. So you need to have that into your wealth plan, yes. period. Now, as financial advisors, some people argue with me when I say this, mm -hmm. but I really don't care. Mm -hmm. And if y'all argue with me, I really don't care. Um, but I, I, I prefer term life. Mm -hmm. As financial advisors, what do y'all advise your people? Yeah, so uh, we believe 99% of the time, term life is going to be your best case scenario. For like sure. we, uh, why is that as financial advisors? I'm curious. I didn't know that. But yeah, why? yeah. So it's funny. We're talking about black uh, wealth, right? And yeah. if you actually do your research, black people weren't even allowed to purchase term at one point in time. They only sold us whole life and burial policies. Facts. And wait, because, what? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do some research. Wait, 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 wait. Do some research. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, because it's too big of a payout and little cost, right? I unfortunately had a client pass away, 34 years old, uh, died of blood clots, but uh, husband's gonna receive $420,000 of uh, insurance, right? That is a, that'll change your life versus right. yeah. a $25,000 burial policy or a whole life policy, right? Wow. <laughs> right? So you think about, we say, hey, most cost efficient, mm -hmm. and, but, you know, a lot of times you hear people saying other products because you got to think about it. They get paid on commission. What would you yeah. rather sell somebody? A $40 product <laughs> exactly. or a $400 product, right? Yeah. right? A right. lot of right. times. And I think one thing we need to distinguish, it is actual law that you cannot market life insurance as an investment. Big tax. Go to your thing. department of insurance, yes. <laughs> Go to the disclosures on your policies. It tells you right there, life insurance is not an investment. It's not even regulated with the SEC. So whole life, yeah. universal life, infinite banking, be your own <laughs> bank, that is not an investment. Yes. There are two different financial instruments. You got multiple financial instruments in your financial tool chest. Life insurance and investments are two different instruments. Mm -hmm. Term life insurance is a very simplified product. When you start getting into the other type of life insurances, they're very complex. So first of all, if you're not gonna read the fine print, <laughs> do the research, and again, suitability and strategy, does right. this fit you, yes. right? Do you have the means, are you in a position right now to need these type of products? 99% of the time, term life is what our people need. I wanna drop another book on you, everybody should read. It's called Getting Rich, How to Avoid Being Ripped Off by the Insurance Industry. Hold Say it again. Get Getting rich. rich, how to avoid being ripped off by the insurance industry. Written by two guys, Yale, Harvard degrees, mm -hmm. Princeton degrees, and they uh, they actually did a study of all the life insurance products, and they specifically said in there 99% of the time, term life. So this isn't an opinion-based right. thing, right? We're just looking at numbers. We're looking at the facts. We're looking at the facts yeah. and numbers. <laughs> Norman Dacey also wrote a book, What's Wrong With Your Life Insurance, mm -hmm. which talks about this. So this isn't, you know, opinion-based. You know, opinion based. You need to know if somebody's selling something to you, you need to know how they're compensated. That's true. Yeah. And That's true, bro. And you need to know if they're actually go to broker check. If they're trying to sell you a life insurance, are they also in a, a financial advisor? Because you could be a life insurance agent and not be a financial advisor. Which is why, oh, I'm going to sell you this product because I can't offer you the product. Exactly. And when you look at the difference between the products, like the whole lifes and things like that, these are just the numbers. 
on a competitive standpoint, that rate of return is going to be significantly lower than your SEP IRA, mm -hmm. your Roth IRA, your traditional IRA. So do you want a 2% rate of return mm -hmm. or do you want a 9% rate of return? Mm -hmm. We're just talking math here. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> and those are the questions that we have to start asking, right, right, which right. is why you need your financial advisors, because how do you even know what questions to ask? Yeah, man, see, yeah, I mean, I hold infinite banking. I'm going to be my <laughs> own bank. And I'm like, I was just on live with Kelly and Ryan um, a couple of weeks ago, and we was talking about estate planning. Mm -hmm. uh, huge part of my passion this year has been to create uh, and bring the education to the importance of estate planning. Mm -hmm. I partnered with Shake the company. Shake you a key for that estate planning, because that's big. It's big. Yeah. And so I partnered with a company called Ethos, and we'll put them in today's description to where they're offering estate planning uh, for $400. Okay. And then they'll waive the $400 if you just get a term life insurance policy. Okay. So if you get a term life insurance policy with Ethos, I got a $2 million term life insurance policy uh, for my family, and I'm not even spending 60 bucks for the policy. <laughs> exactly. You know, and... No blood work, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? There's no blood work, no doctor work up until two million. Once okay. you go past two million, you gotta get blood yeah. work and stuff. And um, and it's a term life policy. I did 20 years on that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about going back and upping it to 30. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just maxing it all For out, sure. you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I've learned that the average black person, mm -hmm. we leave our families with bills and <laughs> a little bit of benefits. A little bit right. of benefits. And a little bit of benefits are not even enough to take care of the bills right. that we're leaving our family with. So we're leaving them with stress. We're leaving them with, with bondage. We're leaving mm -hmm. them with, with pain. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, man, and so I was talking to my attorney beginning of this year, and I was upstate, updating my state, and uh, the questions that he was asking me were hard, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was emotional. Yeah. Like, I cried. Mm -hmm. I got halfway through the form to update it because we were doing, like, my power of attorney yeah. and yeah. my medical stuff and updating my uh, my trust, my irrevocable trust. And, okay. Um, I went from $1 million to a $2 million life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, how you want to do this? And yeah. I had to stop. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm talking about my death. Yeah. yeah. But it hit me. I'm going to use this. Yeah. You're going to use it. So sure. I, I need to do it. Get it out the way. It's better to have it and not need it than it is to need it and not have it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And I've I've had family members pass and they didn't have an estate plan. Mm. We have to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and that doesn't feel good. It doesn't mm. feel good. But here's what I do love. Two million dollars for my family. That's, yeah. that's gonna change that. Exactly. Life. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like They're gonna be like, Papa Anthony, mm -hmm. he right. set us out. You know, that's legacy though. That's legacy. Yeah. That's legacy. And to me it's like I heard Steve Harvey say this. It was a while ago. I think it was like six years ago, seven years ago. He was on the Oprah Winfrey show, and he said something that shook my whole life. And it was a rerun on Oprah Winfrey. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning. I was sleeping. I heard him say that, and I stood up. And y'all know how, you know, back then, that's when the uh, DVRs was real mm -hmm. good. I paused it and recorded that thing. Mm -hmm. He said, Oprah asked him, like, how did it feel to lose your grandma or something mm -hmm. like that? And he said, you know, the last conversation I had with my grandma, and I'm paraphrasing, it's not the exact words, but he, uh, his grandma asked him, do you, do you remember your great, great grandpa's name? He said, mm -hmm. no. She said, do you know why? He said, no, mama. She said, because he didn't leave you nothing. It's <laughs> unfortunate, yeah. And Steve said, man, I don't want to die. <laughs> and my great, great grandkids don't know my name. Exactly. That's, that's it. And I'm like, I stood up and I said, Dang. Like I, I didn't have a will at that time. I didn't yeah. have a trust. I mean, I, I, I was, I was making some good money, and I wasn't thinking about 
life after me. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was so focused on building a dynasty, mm. not a legacy. Mm. Two different yeah, things, two right? Things. You know what I'm saying? Because dynasty is all about me. For sure. Legacy is about something bigger than me. Exactly. Legacy is about Deeper. my kids and my kids and my kids. And I'm like, dang, I'm sitting here trying to be this, this grand guy and it's all like, oh, I built this dynasty. <laughs> but it's like, dang, I'm gonna build all this for me and my grandkids won't even know my name. Yeah. So this is why I, I want you all at the table. And yeah. this is why I'm going to Ohio to be with them because we have to get the keys to black wealth. Yes. Because our children are, 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 are counting on us. Our families are counting on us. And it's like, when we get the strategy, are we teaching a strategy to our kids and to our loved ones? Mm -hmm. And so they're gonna be giving away to some strategy game um, at this event in Ohio. Tell them a little bit about this event and let's get back into the content, but how can they go, where can they go to register and buy? We about to sell out, so I'm <laughs> telling y'all right now, don't think about it. We only can do 250 people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're in Ohio, if you wanna come to Ohio, you better go register today and go get the ticket today, cause we gonna sell out, yeah. we gonna sell out. Yeah. So how can they get the info? Yep, so uh, they can go right to the website, which is www.keystoblackwealth.com, or they can go right on Instagram. Uh, we're on uh, all social media, so go on Instagram, keys to black wealth, so that's a T-O, okay. black wealth, and go right to the website and purchase their ticket right there, February 25th, yeah. 6 p.m. in the evening. We're going to be in Columbus, Ohio. It's going to be an edutainment Edutain. event, uh, the celebration of black history, culture. All black. Also, all black. Any good-looking ladies going to be there? It's gonna be some fine women yeah. up in there. Single too. Yeah. Single. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> There's gonna be some brothers up in there too. Hey man, hey, I ain't worried about the brothers. <laughs> well, we got some ladies. Ladies, it's gonna be some brothers there. Hey, yo, they ain't worried about the brothers. I don't care how. What? Who are you? I don't care about you, honey. Quinn, how you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. You know it's what gonna saying? be phenomenal, and yeah. we're looking forward to having you too. You know, yeah. coming to bless our community um, and drop some keys and your wealth and knowledge. So it's gonna be a good vibe. Yeah. Now, what are we gonna be talking about at this event? Yeah, we're going to be talking about the seven keys to building and sustaining generational wealth. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. So awareness is the first key. If okay. you don't even know what's going on, how could you even get started, right? Yeah, yeah. Awareness is the first key. We have income, people, income and taxes, right? They go yeah. hand in hand. People yeah. need to learn how to raise their income. We got insurances. Ooh. Make sure you get all your insurances together. We got home, we got ownership, it could be yeah. home ownership, business. Yeah. We got credit and debt, making sure you got those aligned together. Uh -huh. okay. We got a policy and policy law. Policy and law? Yeah. Because and investing. Law. Investing, yeah. Investing. Policy and law, people need to, like, think about it. You People aren't reading the terms and conditions. They're just signing up for products and services, right? My grandmother had four life insurance policies. Three of them did not pay out when she died because they were accidental death and dismemberment policies that she bought from her local bank. Mm -hmm. And it says, right in the terms <laughs> and conditions, there's only going to pay out if you die a in, the, kind way, in a certain yeah. kind of way in these yeah. accidents. She died in natural causes, was, was paying on those policies for over 30 years. Policy and law. Policy and law. <laughs> it's right there in the description, right? Yeah. Right? So those are what we're going to be talking about. And obviously, it's edutainment. So we got a, a, a sax B, yeah. which is a saxophonist. So we got yeah. Stephen Strings, who's a violinist. So, you know, our, it's party with a purpose. It's finance and fun. 
business sexy is the theme too. Yes, so business, if you're sexy business sexy is the attire. attire theme. The yep. theme is healthy and wealthy. Healthy and wealthy is our yeah. theme, and uh, business and sexy is our dress uh, attire. Okay, so you don't have to wear all black. No, you no, don't have to wear all black. You don't. I'm Just, still gonna come in all black. Oh, yeah. Come in do, all black. Do you? Do you? He's yeah. black. Well, you gotta be. Yeah, sure. definitely. You gotta be definitely. black. Though. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, I may, may change the jersey jacket now. <laughs> yeah, get into it. No, I'm yeah. gonna change the jacket now. Though. Okay. Um, so, all right, cool. So we got the strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have the sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the strategy is really understanding taxes and the growth part, mm-hmm. and also including life insurance in that. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's say someone right now has. Let's say they have. $10,000 to invest. This is going to be outside of their 401k. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're investing into the 401k. Gotcha. Right. Uh, they're, they're, let's say they're, vest, they're investing up into the match. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, okay, we got the 401k knocked out because mm-hmm. that's what you said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Maximize 401k. They got another $10,000 to invest. Where do they go? Number one, you got to find a financial advisor. Okay. That's the first step. Find you a good financial advisor. We talked about brokercheck.com. Yep. Uh, and then after that, you got to put together a plan of action. Right. Okay. Think about your financial plan just like a GPS system. When you're going somewhere, you put that in address first, right? You, right. And you start with the end address. Yeah. And then you build the strategy on how to get there. Yeah. So we got to figure out what's your goals. Okay. Right. So you always start with the end result in mind. What's your vision? What's your goals? So right. What, let's talk about it. My goal is to retire by 55 and let's say I'm, I'm 30 today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm, uh, I got 25 years to invest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the end goal. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So and go, now you got to put together the plan. So now you put together the plan and there's no blanket statement. Right. You know, I don't know if you need a Roth IRA. I don't know what you need because it's all going to be about suitability, mm-hmm. your risk tolerance, okay. different things that we always, uh, that we already talked about. So there's not a blanket statement. It has to be a customized plan. Yeah. We need to know what your budget is, your cash flow analysis, yeah. your debt to income ratio, okay, all of yeah. those different things. Do we look, need to look at a, a debt strategy first? Yeah. Um, and then uh, the financial uh, independence number is important. Important yeah. as well. So, what number do we need to end? What do you need yeah. when you reach that age? Are we Say trying to again. grow Say the financial again. independence number? Are we looking to grow you a million dollars? Are we looking to grow you? Do you need two million dollars? How old are you when you retire? Yeah. You know, so all of those things come into play when we're developing that financial plan. Right. And that's why it's so important that you have a plan and not just take a blanket statement. It's yeah. all customized. So, when you say that your your financial number, I think people will hear a million dollars. Let's break it down for the everyday person. That's a million dollars total. But I also think what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, financial numbers, like what do you need a month to live off of? Yeah. So if I'm retiring at the age of 60 and life expectancy is, let's just say, 80, 90. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to need about 30, 40 years of income outside of retirement. Yeah. How much each month do yeah. you need? That's a number. Yeah. That's a real number. And when you total that whole number up, that becomes your independence number. Yeah. And now the plan is designed to be able to help you to reach that number. One of my um, wealthy people, wealthy friends, um, her goal was to put $16 million mm-hmm. into a some account. I don't know what it is. It's she's with a big firm because when you move on that kind of money, yeah. you're with a real big firm. And she hit it. And she said by the time she turns 45, it should be generating, if it does 10% return, mm-hmm. It should be generating her rider between eight hundred to a million dollars a year, mm-hmm. and she said, "I will live off of the interest." Exactly. There you go. And don't trust, don't touch the principal, and pass that through to my estate when I pass. That's yeah. a key right there. That's a big key. Is yeah. that possible? 
Yeah, anything is possible, right? But is it uh, looking at your budget, right? I, somebody could say, I want a Lamborghini. dollars <laughs> a year. <laughs> it's, I don't know if that's possible, right? right? right so right. we got to match you know, those, uh, your goals with your income. That's why income is one of the seven keys, that's right? That's so good. But we also got to look at facts like inflation, right? We got to yeah. take inflation. We got to talk about the policy and laws, the rules behind certain accounts, right? Yep. Because if you're saying, hey, this $10,000, I need five years from now. Mm -hmm. mm. Because I want to buy an investment property, you would invest that the same way you would need. Say, hey, I want this. I don't need this money to thirty years right. from now, right? Right. You know, I might not be as aggressive and uh, you know risky if I need it in two years versus I need it in twenty years, right? Huh? You right. just you just brought something up. Mm -hmm. That's, let me write that down because it's like, let's say these people are following my plan, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say, you know, they want to purchase a house within the next two to three years. Mm -hmm. So they're saving money. Would you suggest that they save their money in a regular savings account? Or where would you all say, hey, you know, this is a good account to get a little bit more interest. Mm -hmm. What account should they be investing that money into if they're saving for a house for the next three years? Yeah, we have a general rule of thumb. If you need the money in one, two, three years, okay. you might not want to invest because you just see what happened in 2022, right? right? So right. you go look at an advisor like, why'd you put me in this? The market went down 15%. Right, right. I needed this money next year. And money takes twice as long to come back as it does to go, Absolutely. To go down, right? Absolutely. So we kind of have a general rule of thumb. If it's three years or less, you might just want to look for a high yield savings account. H -Y -S -S. Just kind of just, just keeping your money, you know, somewhere where it's liquid, liquid. and it's not, uh, you know, in the market. Anything past that, now we can just start getting, it's more predictable, right? Okay. We can okay. look over time. The market is predictable over time. Yeah. Yes, it is. But it's not predictable year to year, right? Uh, <laughs> right? So if you need, I say money that you need, one, two, three years, you might just want to just keep it. Unless, once again, you're more risk. You want to take more risk. And you say, hey, it's like, hey, I want to go for it. I like risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, what would you suggest then? If I like risk. And I think also another thing, when you, if you like risk, when you think about those investment vehicles, yeah. all of those different type of vehicles you can put your money in, think about it as IRS tax codes. Mm -hmm. So that's another big key that you have to understand because there's rules mm -hmm. around those vehicles. So even though you might like risk, you still have to know the rules, rules. Be behind how the instruments policy behave law. because Ooh. policy and law, because you don't want to get into taxation on on some of those products, yeah. right? So Ooh. you can't put, you know, a short-term investment in a, you know, an yeah. IRA. You know, right. you just can't do that yeah. because of the IRS tax codes. The IRS allows us mm. to utilize and leverage the market, but there's some rules behind it as well. Exactly. Uncle Sam and the nephews <laughs> gonna get theirs. Absolutely. So you gotta be aware of that, yeah. right? Oof. So that's really important um, before you can determine, you know, what type of product you're gonna put your money in. But there's a lot of different things. Oh, there's, sure. yeah, there's TOD, you know, just short-term accounts. You know, yeah. you got muni bonds. There's yeah. All different kind of things you could put your money in. You just have to make sure that vehicle and understanding those rules, which is the IRS codes around the rule. You know what I like about y'all? Y'all y'all don't promote short shortcuts. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Good luck. You know, what I'm, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm sensing it. There was like, um, Anthony, we're, we're going to sit to the strategy. You know yeah. I mean, we don't know. Like, yeah. like, we need to look at the situation. We're going to mm -hmm. give you the best thing for you. 
when I see a lot of influencers, mm -hmm. this is what the wealthy people are. <laughs> <laughs> Put a million dollars over here and do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do that right here. This is what the wealthy people, when they're doing this, yeah. DM me and I'm gonna give you a course on it. Like, no, I don't need no daggone course. Right. Because they don't have a fiduciary responsibility. See, when you got your license, see, that's why a lot of people mm -hmm. don't like checks and balances because then they could tell you anything without mm -hmm. having anybody mm -hmm. checks and balances, right? When you have a fiduciary responsibility to that client, you're not gonna just tell them anything without literally seeing, laying it all out on the table and say, this is what you got going on, what is your goals, what are your focus, because then once we know the strategy, Ooh. then we get the product. That's See, like good. you said, influencers are marketing products. products. How can you market a product if you don't even know the strategy? Ooh, yeah. right? My God. You'll, you'll never see a licensed financial advisor like us putting out blanket mm -hmm. statements. You yeah, won't no. see that, because we can't. We can't. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah, but yeah. you get a hit with a fine, and yeah. they'll tell you on broker check if that person mm -hmm. did that, right? Yeah. So broker checks even let <laughs> yeah. you know Oh, we're public yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. yeah broker check will let you, disclosures, yeah. Mm -hmm. They will tell you if that person was fined for whatever reason for maybe making a blanket statement, saying you should do this, and somebody lost their money, and that wasn't their attention, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so definitely you won't see us making just blanket statements. We're always gonna tell you, lay everything out on the table, get a strategy, we need to know what's your goals, how you wanna pay your taxes, because hey, you say, hey, I got this money, but I wanna use it in less than a year. You know, capital gains tax is different short term. For sure. Less than a year than more than a year, Absolutely. right? So it's just those different things. And a lot of people, when Robinhood was really popping <laughs> in the beginning, people yeah. didn't even understand, and they were cashing out their investments, not right. realizing, oh, I'm gonna get hit with a you know capital gains tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't have it in longer than a year. Yeah. Right. You know, as a financial advisor, I was talking with, I don't, I won't even say who I was talking with because, you know, this particular person watches my show and I love this particular person. But this particular person said, um, <laughs> they have not paid taxes mm -hmm. in four years. Mm -hmm. As a financial advisor, what's your response? So depends. I mean, that would be really hard to do making a lot of money. So yeah. I, <laughs> I know people who ain't paid yeah. taxes in four years. I was like, wait, in in four years? Yeah. But there is there different things that you can do. Like there's different things that you can do. Obviously, no, you got when I'm talking about not paid, okay, haven't filed. Oh, oh haven't filed. filed. Have not filed in four years. That's actually. That's illegal. Illegal. That's a, yes, yeah. Illegal. So, as a financial law. advisor, when, yeah. when that person comes to you and says, Yo, I want to get my money right, how do y'all, <laughs> what's the conversation looking like? Well, we're, it's different. Say, financial advisors and tax professionals see yeah. two different things, Absolutely. right? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. we stay in our lane. We would tell you first, you probably need to go talk <laughs> to your tax professional. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Y'all ain't going to catch us. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to get us caught up. Get us caught up but Yo, yeah. listen. Yeah. Go talk to your tax professional. Yes. What is the relationship between yeah. your tax professional, Absolutely. your financial exactly. advisor, and your attorney? Absolutely. That's a big, you got to have an attorney, um, a part of your wealth management team as well. This That's particular really, person is going to yeah. need an attorney. Yeah, they're going to need an attorney. They're going to need an attorney for a lot of different reasons. Because this, partic yeah. this particular person was like, I'm going to purchase a home next year. Mm. And I was mm. like, uh, so I'm going to file taxes this year. Uh, one thing I do know about the IRS, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they slow, yeah, but they ain't dumb. Mm -hmm. They're not going to forget. They're not. They're going to get you. What's the Bible say? Mm. He may not come when you want, no, <laughs> but he gonna come right on time. Right on time. IRS gonna come right there at the last minute. IRS will go yeah. up in that bank account and take it. <laughs> 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 
real quick. Like, oh, and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I've been there. Yeah. I've gone to McDonald's mm. and swiped my card. I was on a date. And swipe my card. Oh, you was at date at McDonald's? Who? I was at date at McDonald's. <laughs> right? yeah, this, this was like in my 20s. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? My young 20s. I, I didn't pay taxes when I was 18, 19, 20, and 21. Okay. And I, oh, I didn't file. Mm-hmm. I didn't file. Mm-hmm. I didn't file. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I'm, I didn't really make no money like that. I didn't file. Yeah. Man, I, I owed them jokers about 6000 Went to McDonald's. Decline. Decline. I was like, bro, I know I got 10 bucks. Yeah. I called the bank. <laughs> this is what I did. I didn't even call the bank. Well, I called, you know, back then we had the numbers where you can call and check mm-hmm. your balances. Mm-hmm. You didn't really have the online features yeah. yet. Yeah. So I called. Available balance, $282. I was like, man, it's probably calling. I got $282. They're trying to play me, girl. <laughs> Declined again. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, my car must be fraud. Mm-hmm. Called the fraud department. I didn't get a text. Da, da, da. It was like, hey, sir, uh, you need to call this particular number. Mm-hmm. So I called a number that was like, yeah, um, there is a uh, freeze on your freeze. account. Freeze. Yeah. I was like, a freeze on my account? Yeah, you need to call the IRS. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my heart dropped. Yeah. I took old girl home. <laughs> 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 That's who you don't want to play with. What? Play with the boys. They was like, hey, sir, um, thank you for giving us a call. You uh you actually have a um, outstanding balance with the IRS for uh two thousand is two thousand that two thousand is two thousand is so for a total of six thousand dollars how do you want to pay that today? Mm-hmm. I was like how do I want to pay what six thousand dollars? I said you yeah. froze my account only got two hundred. Y'all know what I got. I was like how how you expect me to pay that? Right. I was like well sir you you may need to go sit with a you know a uh, tax person and uh, get a lawyer mm-hmm. yeah because we can't let this account go yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I was sweating. I was nervous. Um, and thankfully, we had a person, a family member that worked for the IRS who walked me through on how to yeah. do the things. Um, and ever since then, man, I ain't missed a beat. Yeah. yeah. Can't play with the IRS. Um, no. uh-uh. When I started yeah. my own business, I got a financial advisor, a new one. I got a black one. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got a black um, CPA. Um, who is just really killing the game. And I have a dope attorney. My attorney's white. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and those three keep me uh, legally, ethically, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I ask a question, it's like, hey, they asked me uh, like five questions to let us know if this is legal and ethical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we pay our quarterly taxes. Mm-hmm. And we're always looking at, okay, what is the best thing to do? And I just got to say, man, one of the keys to building wealth it's just pay your pay your taxes. Yes. Yeah. Like and, and it bothers me when I find people looking for loopholes. Mm. Yeah. And I get it. Like let's th- there are strategies put in place to where you can legally and ethically write it off. For sure. There are strategies in place where you can invest and get the tax benefits and get the growth from it. For sure. But I think we sometimes, especially in the black community, <laughs> we're looking for ways to grow it. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all, it's just not gonna, it's, it's not healthy if you're growing it quickly. Yeah. yeah. And it's like today we've been able to build, you know, wealth to a point to where I feel very, very confident uh, that the company will do well, my family will be well. Um, but at the same time, it's like, hey, let, let's do this thing right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Congratulations to yeah. you for that. That's big. But it's strategy though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I didn't, can I be real with y'all? Mm-hmm. Be real with y'all. And I hate to say it like this. Black people didn't teach me that. Hmm. 
Yeah. White people did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is why I have y'all at the table. Yeah. Because we need to expose more black people mm-hmm. teaching us how to win financially. Absolutely. Sure. Black people didn't teach me how to invest. Yeah. I'm saying what black people did teach me to do. Mm-hmm. How to get the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to get the money. You know what I'm saying? Black people, we're going to get that bag. Yeah. We are the most creative group of people on the planet of Earth. But we don't own nothing, and we don't have a strategy on how to keep it. Right. We don't even have a strategy on how to multiply it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we will bust our butts to make it. Yeah. Yeah. But we will not sit down and get a strategy on how to multiply it. Right. So there's four M's I live by. I'm going to make my money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to manage my money. Okay. I'm gonna multiply my money, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make that money matter. Fire. We need you to bring that to Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I'm bringing that. You just said a whole key, You just said a whole big key, and I, if we got a couple seconds, yeah, number yeah. one, that's our mission yeah. of Keys to Black Wealth is to help Black and Brown people create, sustain, and transfer yeah. generational wealth. So it's yeah, we gotta build it, but then now can you keep it, Ooh. and then can you transfer Ooh. it? Ooh. And we were very intentional about our mission. Took a lot of time, like defining that mission. And generational wealth is such a key point. Can you keep it and then can you transfer it mm. to the next generation? Can you out, you know, can you, your money outlive you? Yeah. You want your money to outlive you. Yeah. And that's just a big point that you made there. So it's all about the transfer of generational wealth. And the other point you made that I think is worth mentioning is about the financial industry. Uh, you know, you got about a million attorneys in the U.S., 1.5 million doctors. It's about 250,000 people with the type of licenses that we have, financial licenses. And of that number, less than 5% are black and less than 1% are black women. So you made that point. And when you think about the industry and what's happening in the black community, we're talking about zero net worth by 2053. You're talking about the highest debt ratio, black people, the highest college debt, black women, Uh, black women equal pay. We're making the less on least on a totem pole, but we're not even in an industry. Mm. And the financial industry is one of the highest paid industries in North America, and we're not even represented. But Mm. this is where the money flows. Mm. So we need to get more people that looks like us with these licenses so that we can reach back to our community and Mm -hmm. teach them. That's one of our mission um, is to get over a thousand licensed agents um, educated and licensed in this industry. That's a big mission of ours. Ah, man, we got to do that. Yeah. yeah. And, and especially because we got a few more minutes, right? Um, we normally shoot for a 30-minute show, but it's going to be an hour show today. There's some good wisdom right here, some good keys. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, the rising entrepreneur is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> and I love that. Yeah. But you do know that black women also have the most debt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And it's like, while I celebrate our queens for winning, here's what I'm noticing. Our black sisters are going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But they're not getting the strategy. Exactly. Right. right. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. So, so, so what, I'm, what I'm trying to tell people is everyone's like, yo, I, I need to make a million dollars. It makes no sense for you to make a million dollars if you don't have a strategy exactly. for that million dollars. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, I, I'll be talking to my team. And it was like, hey, maybe we need to do this. It's like, ah, it doesn't fit the strategy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We need, we need to buy. It doesn't fit the strategy. You know. Then well, 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 CJ was saying somebody need a mic for something this weekend. I was like, it doesn't fit the strategy. I just don't want to do it. it doesn't fit. The it was only thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. fit the strategy right now. You know. The strategy is we need to build it. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's the strategy because we could turn that and now that becomes another generator. Right. Yeah. So, to me, I, I'm thinking strategy. And we don't have enough black people, like y'all said, yeah. teaching yeah. strategy. Yeah. Here's what we have. We got a lot of black people 
teaching us how to get the money. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, you want to do this? You want to make yeah. a million? Do this. Get my course. Da 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 da. Do this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but that that's not a strategy. Yeah. yeah. That that's that's a maybe a way to get money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not a strategy. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I'm not knocking courses because I teach people how yeah, to yeah, make a thousand dollars. I ain't teaching you how to make a million. I ain't doing that because I, I hate it when I hear people say, "I'm gonna teach you how to make a million dollars." Yeah. Okay, you made a million. Yeah. Like like she said earlier, your name is Rockefeller. My name, my name is O'Neill. <laughs> that part. It may not work for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's like, I, I hope you all heard this today's show, man. It's it's really in the strategy of wealth building. And I would definitely say I accidentally made my first million. I would definitely say that. It was a strategy. No, I'm sorry. I accidentally made a half a million. First year, just me and my boy, CJ. Just me and him working in my town home in Nashville, Tennessee. Small, man. Small. Just Mm -hmm. me and CJ working long hours. And... The next year, I sat down with two mentors, and it was like, what's the strategy to get to a million? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just put together a strategy to a million. Yeah. And we tripled that. Huh. Yeah. Because the strategy stayed to that. Yeah. yeah. Mentorship is the fast track to success. Yeah. Yep. And a part of my strategy plan, you guys, was a financial advisor, was a CPA, an attorney, and for me, an amazing team. Yeah. yeah. And I think that if you can get that right people, those four people around you, and then also I add the fifth one, it's just I have amaz- I have an amazing spiritual community yeah. that held me accountable from a spiritual perspective. Um, and I said, all right, cool, you're making this money. How, how is it mattering? Exactly. Mm-hmm. How are you giving? How are you being a blessing to the people? Yeah. And, um, and then amazing CPA. Um, that made sure that I was doing things correctly, handling all of my books. And that's another thing. Well, I wish we had more time because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's well, a whole other yeah. topic. The yeah. books. Yeah. Black, you know how many black people I've been seeing with businesses <laughs> yeah. and they don't have books? I was. Right. <laughs> I went inside to, um, uh, I'm looking at buildings, and um, <laughs> I was with my, my realtor. He's a black guy, one of the best ones in the DMV area, um, uh, the Masons Group. And we went, all the realtor people was white. And... Um, it was like, so how are your financials? I was like, good. Mm-hmm. Was like, no, 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 okay, we, we, we know you're yeah, yeah. money, you know? So, but how are your financials? Are they, are they audited? You know, do you have your books in place? I was like, yeah. He was like, all right, well, just send it to me, make sure you qualify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. He was like, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. He was like, seven out of 10 people mm-hmm. who come to me mm. do not have their books exactly. in order. For sure. It was like, yeah. we see they make a lot of money, they don't have a profit and loss statement. Mm-hmm. Financial right. statement. Nope. There's no financial no, yep. statements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I track my books every single month. Yeah. I document every mm-hmm. single thing with my CPA. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And then it's like on the personal side, I'm at ease because it's like I'm I'm looking this and then I'm with my financial advisor. like, hey, what are we doing for the future? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I sit down with a lot of self-employed people. Do not have nothing invested. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do y'all know the numbers on that? Like how many self-employed people actually are investing? Is there like a ballpark number? 
Well, I know that uh, once that 67% of black people don't even own a retirement account, no 401ks, no, no IRA. <laughs> nothing. Nothing, I, yeah, And nothing. that pisses me yeah. off, I know, man. I know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Because I guarantee you, if we look at those 67 mm -hmm. black people who don't have a retirement mm -hmm. account, mm -hmm. they, got a they got a name brand car. Oh, for, for sure. sure. They got a name for brand sure. car. For sure, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? They're looking real eating good. At the, eating at the finest mm -hmm. restaurants. Right. Diners, yep. Same they, ones talking about, he better take me out on an expensive day. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I be wanting I be wanting to cuss people out. And yeah. I'm saying, yeah. I'm like, yeah. and everyone right now talking about the whole Beyonce concert. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You about to go spend a thousand dollars on a daggone ticket? Yeah. And you don't even have a thousand dollars in your savings account? Right. Yeah. You, that was the whole keys of black wealth. We were tired of fighting it, right? The entertain you spending money on this entertainment. Yep. Okay, come get entertained with us on the 25th. Edutainment. But you gonna get we're gonna give you these keys as well, too. And we want you to take this. Mm -hmm. And that's why we made the ticket affordable. <laughs> yeah. And so that now people can take the remaining money and let's actually get you established. Oh, let's get you established. And you were just dropping some great keys about, you know having a team around yeah. you mm -hmm. and things. And uh, we got a great team in Keys of Black Well. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, Lamar Pugsley, Frank Cage, Tia yeah. Ramey, yeah. shout them out. But, sure. uh, you know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to have a team around you. You got people around you that can, uh, like I said, where you're not going to just lean on your own understanding. You can leverage other people's knowledge. We always talk about leveraging money. Yeah. But I rarely hear people talk about leveraging people's knowledge. Bro, that's, right? a, that's it. You know what I mean? In masterminds I'm in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and I'll be honest with you. I'm in a lot of masterminds that they don't look like me. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> because I'm not, and I'm not knocking masterminds within the black community, but a yeah. lot of black community is, again, it's all about how to get the most money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, getting the money for me is not hard. Yeah. That, that's easy for me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how do I maximize the money that I have now right. and multiply it without me even having to, to lose sleep or put more work in. Come on, right. passive income. So these, yeah. so these white people are like, yo, hey, you need to look into this. Hey, you should do this. This mm -hmm. is the strategy for that. And I'm in these groups, I'm like, why are we not talking about this? Yeah. yeah. Why are we not having this conversation about how to do this and how to do that? Yeah. So it's like, for me, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm always going to be rocking with us because I'm like, yo, we're going to get that bag. Yeah, well, we are. So I'm going to get the bag. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm going to go over here and be like, okay, what you doing? <laughs> right. How, how you doing that? You know? And it's like, I, well, I won't say that. <laughs> Because I'll get in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't want to get you in Yo, trouble. I'll, I'll get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I was not a fan of Donald Trump as a president. Okay. Mm -hmm. But on his business strategy? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But you can separate the man and what he saw from the strategy, yeah. right? You could utilize people's strategies without, you know, saying, I like this person. Man, listen. <laughs> I don't care what people say. I may even lose some followers in saying this, but people say, "Well, how can you how can you how can you respect the man's business strategy if he had this this issue with with black people?" Listen, man, listen, man, man, listen. I'm 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 just trying to get the knowledge right in this area. Yeah. Okay. Outside of that area, mm -hmm. I, like I said, I don't care if about ninety percent of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. But here's what I do know. That man is smart when it comes to the business strategy of things. Mm -hmm. yeah. How can I get that wisdom, that knowledge, and come back over here to my community and teach that knowledge with integrity exactly. and character? My pastor said, chew the hay, spit out the sticks. Period. Man, bottom line. Listen. <laughs>
Listen, y'all, we're going to be in Ohio the end of this month, man. I'm pretty sure by the end of this show, we've already sold out all the tickets. We only got 250 seats in the building. I'm going to be in the building. I'm excited about it because within the black community, we need more wealthier black people. We need more wealthier young black people. Um, and the keys to black wealth, that's where we're going to be at in Ohio. We're going to drop the link in today's show notes. Please check it out. Meet me in the building. I want to see you. I want to hug you. I want to talk about your future. And after this event, you guys, uh, they're going to be offering their services. They want to sit down with you and give you a strategy on how to build wealth. And so please make sure that you're in the building. Get this information. Um, if you can't make it to the building, uh, please make sure that you share this show with someone. Because at the end of the day, uh, we as a people, whether you're black or white watching this, these were all keys for you, too. Absolutely. And I think that's important for us because we got to get out of debt. We got to build wealth. I mean, I'm believing and in, in, in just praying over us today that, you know what? Uh, we are going to eliminate the debt. Uh, we're going to have more young millionaires. We're going to have more black millionaires. And, and I'm rooting for our sisters who are the rising, rising um, uh, entrepreneur in America. But I would love to see you all be the rising entrepreneur in America without that much debt as well. Right. And I think we can definitely do that. So we'll drop all the information today. Show notes. We're going to drop those books in the show notes today, today um, as well. Click the link. Get the book. Share the book. Listen, man, when I start dating someone, whoever I, whoever I date, man, I'm going to make sure she, that's, that's going to be an assignment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She, you want to marry me? You got to read these books. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not dating liabilities. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just can't do it. It's probably right. one of the main reasons why I'm still single. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because I love my money. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I want to build something that is bigger and greater than me. I'm not building a dynasty. I'm building legacy. legacy. Right. And so, uh, Love y'all, man. Keys to Black Wealth. Check them out. We're going to be doing some major stuff later on this year. For sure. Uh, to sure. really bring this information around the world. So we love you. God bless you. We'll see you in the next show. Peace out.